Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. In our 27th episode, we thought we'd talk about change. Change is huge. It's been said that the only thing consistent in life is change. And so we can kind of think of change as a bridge to be crossed over. Things are one way on this side of the bridge, on this side of the change. And then something dynamic, transformative, exciting, fun, scary, challenging happens, sometimes by choice and sometimes not. And then life happens on the other side of the bridge. Sometimes the change is small. Sometimes it's changing what food we have for breakfast because we're out of oatmeal today or changing who's going to drop you off at school because the parent who usually takes you to school has a meeting, so a grandparent is dropping you off. And sometimes the change is really big, moving houses or moving cities or a new family member joining your family. Or sometimes it's something in between. Starting a new school can kind of be a very big deal, but it's less of a big deal if you've seen your older sibling be going there. Uh, or sometimes even changing classrooms, growing out of one classroom and being ready for a new challenge. And so we can kind of think of these changes as a bridge. And so we thought we'd discuss today what can we do on this side of the bridge? What can we do to help children be comfortable with change, to prepare for change, and also to help children be comfortable with change as a lifelong skill because we know things are always going to be changing. And being comfortable with that and knowing how to deal with that is a lovely life skill. Uh, and also to think about what happens on that side of the change. How can we help children after a change has taken place? And so one way to help children prepare for a change is by talking about it, by talking with your child about things are going to be different. Isn't it going to be great? And sometimes there are books at the library to check out about moving or about a new baby. There are lots of resources available out there. Uh, you know your child best, and so you know if talking about a change before it happens is going to cause anxiety. If talking about, oh, next week I'm going to be having a meeting, and so your dad is going to drop you off instead of me, if that's going to cause your child to stress out for a whole week. Um, you know your child best. Of course, there are some things you can't avoid talking about. Those moving boxes or a baby coming are not conversations to be held off until the very last minute. But if it's something subtle, if it's something like we're going to take your brother to karate before we take you to gymnastics today, and that change is going to need to happen and there's not a lot you can do about it and your child gets anxious, it might not help your child to talk about it. But sometimes it can be helpful to discuss these things ahead of time, especially when it's something pretty big, such as you're going to be starting a new school. What do you think that's going to be like? Let's go meet your teacher or let's talk about 
what it's going to be like to have a baby. Your babies are little. You know babies and maybe have an opportunity to visit with a baby. Try to change things incrementally. So if your older child is going to be moving out of a nursery and into a big kid bed, do that before the infant arrives so that there's not a whole new human and you have to give up your bed and you have to give up your room and everything is all changing all at once. Try to change things little by little. First, maybe painting the new bedroom and then picking out the new bed. And then you sleep in it a few times, but you can still sleep in your old bed a few times. You know your child best. And so reflect on what is going to help your child embrace this change wholeheartedly. So you've prepared for this change that's going to happen, minor or major. You've prepared your child as you saw fit. So now we're on the other side of the bridge. The the change has happened. You've moved into the new house or the child has started a new school. So what now? The first piece, the first piece of advice we'd like to recommend is don't worry. Children are so empathetic and they pick up on every little anxiety that the adults who they love most in this world are holding. Don't worry. Everything will work out. If this was a necessary or a desired change, this is what's happening. This is what needs to happen in order for us to function as a family. This is what needs to happen in the best interest of your child or in the best interest of your family. Or this is just something that's required. And so the worry is natural and it's not always helpful. Hope for the best. You can use your ability for planning and foresight, this ability we have as adults, um, to set yourself up for success. Helping your child to think through, okay, today's your first day at school. Uh, I'll be there to pick you up at the end of the day, and I'd love to hear something that you did. And then at the end of the day, I'd love to hear what you did today. What was your favorite part of the day? I told you I'd, I'd come back to pick you up. I will always be here to pick you up. Are there any new processes that you can implement to help think, make things smooth? Such as, you're in a new home. Has it always been a challenge to find shoes in the morning? Is there a way you can implement a process for keeping shoes by the door so they're always where you need them, when you need them? Is it possible to use this time of change to implement any new strategies or any new policies that will help lead to success for your child and for yourself and for your family. Another thing to consider on the far side of change once a change has taken place is to give it time. It's really easy as adults to think that the change happens tumultuously and suddenly and then it's done and the boxes are are unpacked, Uh, the baby is home from the hospital, you are settled in your new school, and that's it. Everything's going to be fine now. And so this is our routine. We've been doing this for five days or for two weeks, and so this is our new routine. Why isn't it easy yet? And we like to say to give it six weeks. Give everything six weeks to settle down. 
It's still the beginning of the school year. We're midway through September, but it's still the beginning of the school year. And we see this in myriad ways with the children. We see this tumultuousness with change for a returning child, for a child who's moving up from one classroom to an older age group, and for a new child who had a first great week. And so these are some unexpected ways that we might see uh, some disruption in a child uh, due to change. So for a returning child, it's easy for us as adults to think, you've done this before. You've been going to school for two years. What's going on? This has already been your routine. So, so why are there tears in the morning? Or why are you not eager to jump out of bed the same way you were at the end of last year? Um, we have to keep in mind, this is a change. A change has happened. And in a Montessori classroom where you have a mixed age group, the oldest children have moved on and the returning child is no longer in that same position. They're no longer the youngest or they're no longer the middle child. They've moved up. And at this point, there's somebody or perhaps the entire classroom looking up to them. The heroes, the oldest children in the classroom are doing something different now. And the role has changed. The classroom has changed. There are new children. And this is a change. So the classroom that a child is returning to is not the same classroom that they left. It's easy to think of it as the same classroom if they have the same teacher or if they're returning to the same place. But everything is not as it was when they left. And this is a change. Give it six weeks. Be patient with yourself and with your child. We see this uh, tumultuousness with change for a child who's moving up, for a child who has been in a toddler community and is now moving into a primary community. You've been coming to the same school for two years. Everything was fine. You're so ready for this change, and yet we're having a tearful drop-off. I see that you're ready. The teacher at in your classroom, in your old classroom, in your new classroom, think you're so ready. So what's going on? The reality is a child who's moving from one classroom up to the next age group is moving from a place of confidence where they knew how to do everything and they knew all of their classmates into a place where they know very few materials and very few people, and everyone is bigger than them. That's a very, very big deal. Give it six weeks. Be patient with yourself. Be patient and kind with your child. And, and wait and see what happens at the end of six weeks. We also see change with a child who's brand new, who had a great first week. And now all of a sudden, now there's tears that drop off, or now there's a sore throat that just won't go away and desire to stay home in bed, or a desire to go back to a previous school or daycare. So the first few days were awesome. You were so eager to go into your new class, and now there's tears. What's happening? Now you want to go back to your old school. What's happening? After the first few days, 
the adrenaline and the excitement and the anticipation has worn off. And this is just our routine. Oh, this is what we're doing now? The discomfort comes. You have to figure out how to be in this new place. You're no longer just a visitor. Now you actually belong. And being a visitor is a wonderful thing. But belonging is even more wonderful. But it takes a while to get used to it. It takes a while to find new friends. It takes a while to figure out how to do life in this new place. And it's uncomfortable. When children are very young, they can't see the other side of the bridge. They can't see that life will all settle down and everything will be fine and they'll love whatever this new change is while they're in the midst of change. They don't yet have that ability. We can see that far ahead to know, no, this is right This new house is the right fit for our family. This new city is exactly what our family needs. This new job is exactly where I need to be right now. And we can move through the discomfort and even pain of new things, of change, by looking into the future and by relying on past experiences. We've done this before. We've moved before. Yeah, it's hard, but it'll get better. And children don't yet have that ability. They can't really rely on past experiences. Even if they have had a past experience of moving or of big dynamic change, they can't tap back into those memories and use them over and over again. So all they experience is this momentary discomfort. And they need us to believe in them. They need us to hold their hands and keep them company and believe in them through this time of change. To encourage them, to cheer them on, to be here to support them. So we encourage you to, whenever something tumultuous is happening, whenever there's concern about, well, why is this taking so long? Give it six weeks. Be patient and kind with yourself and with your child. Ask questions of those who are able to help you or to provide guidance. And see at the end of six weeks, how are things going? How are things working out? Have things improved? Is it better? In all likelihood, by the end of six weeks, you have all made it comfortably to the other side of the bridge. Thank you. See you next time.